Chapter twenty five of Bob's A Girl Detective. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chuck Williamson. Bob's A Girl Detective by Grace May North. Chapter twenty five a sudden departure time a week later hello bobs is that you but it was lena may who had answered an imperative ring at the telephone and so she replied oh good morning mr caldwaller corey no i am not roberta i will call her a moment later ralph knew that he was talking to the girl whom he loved i say bobbity he exclaimed will you go for a drive with me right away this minute please say yes for she had hesitated i have something of great importance to tell you honestly i can't ralph was the earnest reply i am going to give lena may a holiday she and dean wiggin are going to take little tony willovich to bronx park and spend the day the little fellow is wild to see the monkeys and lena may needs a day among the trees her youngest sister was at her elbow whispering we can go some other time dear if there's something you want to do but roberta shook her head there was a brief silence at the other end of the line then the lad spoke again i say bobs how are they going on the l that's what i thought suppose i get dad's big car we can take them out to the park and then on the way back you and i can have the visit i want in fact i've got to see you bobs it's terribly important to me i'm all cut up about something that has happened and roberta knew by her friend's voice that something had occurred to trouble him greatly and so she said wait a moment ralph i will talk it over with my sister lena may thought the plan a good one and ralph was told to be at the pinsinger mansion in one half hour with the car and they would all be ready and waiting for him lena may then departed to the rickety tenement to get the wee lad oh mrs willovich the girl said as she looked about the small hot room how i do wish that you would go with us today don't you feel strong enough no dearie thanks though the coffin spell was harder than usual this morning which was all i could do to get tony's breakfast i'll be that happy knowin as the little fellows seein the monkeys his heart's been set on ever since the picture posters was up on the fences five minutes later the girl and the little boy were joined by the young bookseller on seventy-eighth street dean lena may said sadly i don't believe that mrs willovich will be with us one month from today nor do i the lad replied then he added as he looked at the curly-headed three-year-old who was darted ahead but who looked back laughing at them what will become of tony i'm going to keep him somehow gloria has given me her permission i wanted to be sure that sister thought my plan wise 
that i might know just what to say to the little mother when she speaks of it to me as she will in time no wonder was it that the lad's unspoken love for the girl took unto itself the qualities of adoration she is too sweet and too good to be loved by a useless man such as i he thought and how he wished that his muscle-bound arm might be freed that he could work and fight the world for this angel of a girl a surgeon had once told him that there was really nothing wrong with his arm it had grown with the passing years but was stiffened from long disuse tony was wildly excited when he saw the big green car in which he was to ride for the first time in his life and he entertained them all with his chatter roberta sitting on the front seat with her friend glanced often at his face and realized that although he too joined in the laughter evoked by the baby's prattle his thoughts were of a very serious nature and she wondered what she was to hear when they too were alone she little dreamed that ralph was to say something that would greatly affect her dean carrying the basket which was filled with picnic refreshments and lena may leading the shining-eyed three-year-old waved back at the big car as they entered the side gate of the woodsy bronx park bob smiled as the baby's voice wafted to them see funny cow they were near the buffalo enclosure then ralph started the engine and slowly the car rolled along the little river and toward the country roberta knowing that something was greatly troubling her friend reached out a hand and laid it sympathetically upon his arm instantly his left hand closed over hers and his eyes turned toward her questioningly bobs he said you've been a trump of a friend to me i'm not going to try to tell you just now what it means it's another friend i want to talk about dick dick delaney you remember that i told you he has become almost as dear to me as his brother since desmond died i was sure dick would do anything for me i had such faith in his loyalty in his devoted friendship but now he has done something i can't understand ralph paused and his companion saw that he was greatly affected bobs i'm taking this awfully hard i roberta was amazed what had her old pal dick delaney done to so hurt her new friend why ralph dear she said for he had turned away as though too overcome with emotion for the moment to go on with his story what has dick done i know that it is nothing disloyal or dishonorable you don't know dick as i do if you can doubt him for one moment he would do what he believed was right even if the consequences were to bring real suffering to him he's been that way ever since he was a little fellow you may take my word for it ralph that whatever dick has done his motive is of the highest now tell me what has hurt you so deeply well 
it's this way the lad began i've missed dick terribly more of course before i met you but i have been looking eagerly forward to the month he was to spend with me in the orange hills i didn't tell you that i expected him to arrive today i wanted to surprise you but instead i received a letter on the early morning mail and it informed me that although the writer really did love me as though i were his brother he thought it best not to visit me this summer instead he had decided to travel abroad indefinitely and that he had engaged passage on a steamer that leaves hoboken at noon today what can it mean the lad turned and was amazed at the expression in the face of the girl why bobs he blurted out can it be do you care so much because dick is going away oh ralph of course i care it's all my fault i knew dick loved me i guess i've always known it and last april when he was home for the spring vacation i promised him that oh i don't remember just what i did promise but i do know that i haven't written often of late and i guess he thinks i don't care any more and maybe that's why he's going away but i do care and oh ralph i can't let him go without telling him i always meant to tell him when he came home from college i thought we were too young to be really engaged until then dick is so patient waiting all these years and loving me so truly and so loyally can't we stop him or at least can't we see him before he sails the expression in the fine face of the lad at her side plainly told the struggle that was going on within his heart so after all dick delaney had been as loyal as a brother he was going away to give ralph a clear field well it was ralph's turn now to show the metal he was made of in a voice that might have betrayed his emotions if roberta had not been so concerned with her own anxiety and regrets he said of course bobs we will try to reach the boat before it sails we'll ferry over to the jersey side and then we'll break the speed limit end of chapter twenty five